You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce Ng and our very special Marvel correspondent, Caitlin Thomas and Captain America, all in the same window. Again. Uh, very exciting. Love Thank it so you. much. Thank you for having uh, me back. <laughs> of course. We have to. Th- Marvel had a, a big week this week for Emmy nominations. The MCU had 28 Emmy nominations, 23 of which were for WandaVision, and then five were for Falcon and Winter Soldier. But I want to start there, Caitlin, because you were, I feel like, the, the trendsetter of Don Cheadle. A uh, nominee and guest actor in yeah. a drama series. He's in this it's show, but only... you timed it. How long is he I in think... it? Well, so there are, it's difficult because for screen time, it's really like two minutes. There's a whole scene where he's walking around a museum with Anthony Mackie, but there were some re- reaction shots during the speech. So I had to time those as well. Comes to about two minutes total in that entire episode. Uh, yeah, Caitlin inc- was a pioneer because she timed it weeks ago, like literally a month ago and wrote about it. And now, you know, in the past couple of days, everyone's just been dragging him for this like 95 second performance. And it's like, guys, <laughs> if you're it's writing this story, we already knew this could have happened. And it's then last awesome. night, last yeah. night, Don Cheadle was on uh, Jim, uh, Jimmy Fallon promoting Space Jam, obviously. And Jimmy, of course, congratulated him on the nomination. And he said that you are nominated for five minutes of screen time. So not even Jimmy Fallon read your story. Wow. Very exciting. Jimmy Fallon needs an ombudsman, I guess, for the Tonight Show, maybe, or something to get that right. That's a way he overshot. He doubled Don Cheadle's screen time, basically. Yeah. More than doubled. Really Uh, amazing. Really, I mean, let's start with there. I I don't think uh, so. Don Cheadle, great. Falcon and Winter Soldier. The other four nominations are special effects, sound effects, and like that's basically it. I think, right? Like it didn't really stunt, stunt, and stun stuff, right? All the stuff you kind of maybe expected. Uh, The funny thing about the one thing I will say, none of that is a surprise. Though I was shocked that if they're going to nominate Don Cheadle, they didn't nominate Julia Louis Dreyfus. I just don't. Don't get it. <laughs> what I, I just I've been thinking a lot about this because I also wrote about how she could get that nomination. And you also I, timed it. And I also timed it. I can't remember exactly now since she didn't get it. I didn't look it back up. But what I've decided is that people just really love Don Cheadle and it doesn't really matter. They see his name. No offense to Don. I talked about this last time. He's great. But that's how he got nominated. People like him. But it's Julia, true. I'm like, maybe people really just think she's so incredible and all those other things she's did. And that means like all of her Emmys, I feel like are well-deserved because they're like, they looked at her thing where she just walks in and says some funny lines and we're like, you know, maybe not the greatest. I think, I think it's a result of, of two things. Like, yes, like Don Cheadle is obviously very beloved and can get nominated, name checked, however you want to call it for anything. This is his 11th nomination. He's never won. And as I mentioned the other day, he will definitely get nominated for narrator next year for the one year's reboot. The premiere date was announced today. So they're, you know, really capitalizing on this momentum for him. And I really feel like he, as soon as he lands like a really good project, whether film or TV, that's a a contender in the top categories, like he's winning an Emmy and Oscar. Like they're just like waiting to award him for something that's like a a big player. Well, let me ask you this. What are the chances that he actually wins this category? I mean, I have Timothy Oliver in first. So the the nominees are are Courtney B. Vance for uh, Lovecraft Country, I believe, right? Is that right? Mm -hmm. Charles Dance for The Crown, Cheadle, Carl Weathers, and Timothy Oliphant for Mandalorian. 
Yeah, I think it's going to Tim. I should have brought out my Timothy Elephant, also cardboard cutout that I have, but um, we can do that for a Mandalorian episode. Um, yeah, no, I have it going to Tim. I think that everyone loved him in that in episode of Mandalorian. That's all people talked about. Uh, so I, th- I think he's winning. I'm sorry to Don next time, maybe. I, I think I think Charles Dance is the the safe choice, you know, because it's the Crown and the Crown is the drama series frontrunner, and I could see. I think uh, Charles and Courtney events are the top two because uh lovecraft also did very well um you know post cancellation even though the cancellation didn't affect it at all but this category is also like very weak we've talked about it last time how like you know von Stevens jones did not submit reigning champion and you know like chris at some point had like patrick dempsey coming i in still there. think i'm still like hoping they'll do a recount and he'll get nominated i'm not ready to let that go <laughs> You know what? I'm glad he didn't because this means Kyle Chandler still reigning great champion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like drama guest, drama guest actress is uh, slightly more competitive. It has uh, the two handmaids, Hills actresses, Alexis Bledel, which everyone's predicting, and McKenna Grace, who a lot of people loved, but were like wary of like whether she could get in. And she's, she's 15 years old. So she'll be the youngest guest actress winner um or guess acting winner in general so I, I i feel like she probably knocked jld out i guess so i think she thinks she could win because like you said I think oh yeah she, i have her in first yeah like people loved her performance and i guess maybe she did knock jld out but in theory you'll have we'll have a chance to you know give jld an emmy next year for her marvel work and marvel work if she's in uh hawkeye right like assuming based she's on gonna bust out that ipad also <laughs> yeah like how so jeremy renner Black uh, Black Widow spoilers here, but like Black Widow ends with uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus coming to talk to Florence Pugh about going to kill Jeremy Renner and Hawkeye, which we'll see play out in the show, which is going to air this year on Disney Plus, presumably. So you have a JLD option, a Florence Pugh potential uh, guest or supporting actress nominee next year in the Emmys. And yeah, sure. And Jeremy Renner too, maybe as a guest act, or he's actually a co-lead, right? So there you go. That's Yeah, he's yeah. Best. And, and your, your fave, Dickinson star. Kelly Steinfeld. Right. Who could get her best actress, her deserved best actress nomination for Hawkeye, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was like, I, I could see all of those people getting, we, we had talked about for Falcon Winter Soldier, like Carl Lumbly or uh, Daniel Brule or uh, what's his face? Russell Wyatt, Wyatt Russell. Wow. <laughs> Russell Wyatt would be cool too. Wyatt Russell. None of them made it in. I'm not really surprised, I guess in hindsight. I'm not surprised. No. A little bummed maybe about Wyatt um, for me personally, but no, I'm not surprised by any of that happening. Yeah. And no. like, and like lead actor would have been tough for Mackie and Sebastian. Yeah. So. so that's it for Falcon Winter Soldier. So a good job there. I, I, it could still win a couple. I could see it winning Cheadle. I just can. I know. I don't know. I think it's I can not see it winning stunts. Like the stunts, the, the action. I think the stunts were really good. Remember the, the are really two cool. fights? I really feel like the stunts really could shine here. Yeah, I, I think they're pretty good. Now let's go to WandaVision then, because that was like the big one. 23 nominations, uh, best limited series, multiple acting nominations, potential to win. Like, I don't know, how many How many of these could it win? Like five, six? I think it has the potential to win. I, I, I've, as I've told Joyce, I'm going all in on Paul Bettany now that Ethan Hawke was oh, up. Okay, I, I feel like you and I need to gloat you do for a little bit please because do. during nomination phase you and i were the only experts predicting paul bettany to win the whole yeah. time and yes like we probably 
we're not going to keep him for the winners, like pending the nominations. But, you know, Ethan Hawke snubbed. Yeah. And now everyone else is going all in on Paul Bettany with us. I know. They're following our lead. Yeah. We really were the trendsetters here. Because sorry to Hugh Grant. I not happening. I'm really sorry, Chris. I know you love the undoing. <laughs> no, I, I do love him in it. But I mean, I think it, the show only got two nominations or three. And it's like, he's yes, one Sutherland one. didn't get in. Right. So it's like, it's a clearly he's a very weak, if he would be, if, if people are picking him, he's a very weak choice because there's no other support for that show. WandaVision with 23 nominations almost had as many as The Crown. So it's like one one off the most nominations. So I feel like that Paul Bettany is going to win. And I think Catherine Hahn is going to win. Even with uh, Julianne Nicholson there for Mayor of Easttown, I think it'll win uh, certainly best song or music, right? Whatever for Agatha all along. I feel like that's a favorite. It's got the yeah. three writing nominations, which we all dunked on and we're all wrong about. As Joyce hey, and I talked about on our faces, well. <laughs> yeah, we do. But you know what? In our defense, that's kind of crazy. I was thinking about how many nominations it got at first. I was like, "That's insane!" But then I started looking at it, and I was like, "Most of these, I actually expected it to get in." You know, like hairstyling and costuming, and you know, production design. Those were really the only ones that kind of shocked me. I guess. Um, yeah, I think I was expecting like high teens for it, but like twenty three. Yeah. is a lot and then yeah, the writing ones yeah we we were dragging it so hard for oversubmitting and you know it turns out like either either you know the format of the show the structure of the show being you know a, a separate decade every episode like people remembered it and they i think obviously they clearly remember the grief line which everyone loves so they knew that and then they checked off the pilot and then the halloween episode uh with with the you know a tremendous performance from evan peters Yep. who is not nominated for this, but is nominated for Mayor Beast Talent. But I think, I feel like since everyone, or like they loved WandaVision so much, that could help him win for Mayor I have him winning, yeah, for Mayor Beast Town, for sure. Right? Yeah, of course, he's definitely going to win. I mean, I think that what you just said there, Joyce, is actually right. And like, why possibly, I could see it like winning maybe one of those writing. I don't think it will, because like, it just won't. But like, I don't think it will. There's like a lot of memory, like it's memorable in that it stands out. Like you said, like having the the decades and the the Halloween episode, I'm like, everybody knows her in that like devil dress, right? Or the costume or whatever. That's like the lasting image of her. Like it, they used it on the, all the marketing and everything. And like, I don't know, a lot of these other shows, like, you know, not even to besmirch them, they all kind of blend together, right? Like if you're just watching something, you're like, what's the difference between we were talking about this before, like the Ted Lasso episodes love Ted Lasso, but there's literally no delineation between like the filmmaking or the directing or the look between like episode one and episode eight or nine or whatever it is. And this show, it's just, is like, everything looks different. And I don't know, I could see it winning. Maybe. It, I mean, I don't think it would win directing again. That whole category is stacked and like Scott Frank is probably going to win for Queens Gambit, yeah. but like, I don't know. I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock I, me. I have it in, in second just cause yeah. I feel like the scope of the show like they literally shot a new pilot every week. Yeah. You know, they have to redress the set completely and just, you know, like the aspect ratio, the costuming, like every like production plan, like everything. I feel like that might garner a lot of respect. And then, you know, um, what's his name? Uh Matt Shackman, who directed it. Like he like he's 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 like a pretty well known name, you know, in the field. So but yeah, I, I have Queen's Gambit winning directing. I, I don't think, I think Mikhail is winning writing for I May Destroy You. So, but yeah, again, I think it just shows like they were watching and paying attention because, you know, not even Underground Railroad, which just submitted one episode, <laughs> was nominated for writing. It's pretty, pretty remarkable. I, I, I guess I'm like, yeah, like, I mean, eight, nine, it could win a lot. It's going to win a lot. And I think that the fact that it was limited series two helped it. 
uh, because like people were like interested in the closeness of it. It's just like, okay, this is good. It's like one thing and like, that's it. So, and then that's the only chance we're going to have to honor it. So like Paul Bettany, like, yeah, he'll win probably because like, you're never going to get to give him an award for this show again, in theory, unless they come up with another one. And uh, Matt Shackman, who you just had, like, uh, also announced to her direct Star Trek this week. So good week for him. I feel like getting uh, in there. I still think Scott Frank will win, though. But like, he's he's got enough little ancillary things that I could pick an upset there. Maybe I don't know. So I like at, at like the end of like May and um, after Mayor of Easttown, I switched to Julian Nicholson, but I've since switched back to Catherine Hahn. I would be happy with either one of them winning. I have Catherine Hahn. Caitlin, what about you? I think I have Catherine Hunt as well. Uh, I, I think so. I don't know. I did it yesterday and now I don't know what my predictions are. <laughs> I mean, are you predicting either Hamilton? Maybe? No, <laughs> I think it's safe to say I'm not predicting Hamilton in any category. No <laughs> are we, are we like, I feel like some people are afraid because Hamilton did so well with acting that they might actually win, but I don't really see it winning. I don't see it happening. It seems like it'll be tough to tough to be. Yeah, I, think, I feel like the nominations yeah. are the rewards for them. Yeah, Although yeah. I do have the V Digs in second. I mean, that's the one category I think that one of them could win because, like, I do have Evan Peters winning, but like, those are like, the strongest. Like, that's like the uh, maybe not the weakest, but like, there's like room there for potentially uh, somebody. I else. mean, like the three people we thought would get nominated were not right. John Vega, Bill Camp. And Donald Sutherland. Right. So it's a little more wide open. But I think I think Catherine Hahn will win for sure. I don't know. I just feel like that she's gonna like lock it in and that's fine. And people will be happy with that. Um, yeah, no, it was good. Uh, WandaVision's still good. I still like it. But well, what about what about Lizzie also? I, that's no, the hardest category for them to win. I think that in a different year, I think she would have had a much better shot. I just don't think that she's gonna be able to compete, I guess. Yeah, with the uh, Anya Taylor Joy, as Joyce and I were told, not Anya Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor Joy. Ann Taylor. <laughs> Ann Taylor and Ann Taylor Loft and Kate Winslet are probably going to duke it out there. And they're, I think they're I, neck yeah, and neck. And Bella in the, in has the, a lot of passion too. I think uh, it's on Kate personally. I yeah, I have Kate. I think I have Kate also, but I ha- I could see I could see Ann Taylor Loft getting it though. I don't know. Yeah. We'll I I, just, I feel bad for Lizzie because it's like she she was the most like acclaimed performance of the series and you know it's mostly about Wanda's grief um so I guess like optically it would look kind of weird if like Paul and Catherine won without her but I don't think people vote like that anyway like you're voting for your favorite in that category yeah and I think the other two performances are just easier like not 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 even as a knock on them it's like yeah. yeah, or just like Catherine Hahn is doing memes and stuff and she's like funny. Yeah. It's like of course I'll vote for and Paul Bettany is just really charming and like kind of like good. And like, you know, Elizabeth uh, Elizabeth Elton is great, but like it's a complicated she's really in a tough category and it's like a more nuanced performance than I think the other two are just so obvious and that's gonna help them too. I don't know. Yeah, they're the memorable ones. No offense to Lizzie, because she is great and she has a lot of great moments. But like when you think about it, you're like, Oh yeah, I remember Catherine doing this and this and this. And right. I think that happens a lot, actually. That's what people remember. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on now to next year's Emmys. I want to talk about uh, so a Loki finale was this week. I I, I really loved it. I, I'll just say that right up front. I so think we all us, loved it. Great job, us. We're right. I feel really good about that. 
Uh, and some people didn't like it. They're not right. We were right. They're wrong. Those people are wrong. Joyce and I have talked about this extensively for the last 24 hours. Those people are all wrong. <laughs> so uh, I, w- I would like to think that Loki is so good that it could get like double digit nominations next year in the drama category, including uh, acting nominations for Tom, for Owen Wilson and guest actor, of course, for Jonathan Majors uh, at the end there. I- I'm like way and, in and on it. I think e. that'll, what's that? Richard E. Grant. Richard Grant too. I am calling it. He's gonna win. I'm, not I'm gonna like, I'm that. in. I think, I think it'll, I think it'll also hold up. That's my, that's the thing. I guess the one worry you would have is that like you're gonna have Succession and all these different shows coming on, and the Emmy nominations next year, not for another literal year. Uh, but like, I think Loki's gonna hold up. I think it's so good. I think they'll do a good job of bringing it back into the consciousness. I think because of how much it has to do with the MCU, people like kind of keep revisiting it, especially if like. And then movies are going to come out now for real. Right. So like if Spider-Man Far From Home or what is the next one? Is it not Far From Home? What is the new one called? No Way Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. So Spider-Man No Way Home and Doctor Strange are both going to deal with the repercussions of Loki, uh, which I think they seemingly will. Then that'll keep Loki in like people's minds. And I just think that'll help it as it keeps moving towards Emmys next year. Tell me I'm wrong, I guess. I mean, no, Marvel's genius because it's like people might not be watching Loki right now, but they'll watch the movies later and they'll be like, I have no idea what the hell's going on with all this stuff. And then they'll have to go back and watch Loki to figure it out. So it's really kind of brilliant. I mean, you can complain about Disney and Marvel all you want, but they have a really good plan. And I think really though, what it depends on is when season two of Loki comes out, because obviously it's been planned since the beginning. So if they can release Loki season two either like June next year when people are voting, that way people remember it more. I think that would really help. I don't yeah, know it's what hard to say it, where it's supposed to fall in the timeline in phase four. Yeah. So, but I mean, like Kayla and I have also talked about like how this should have been released after WandaVision because we feel like, like as the second show, because we feel like, because it's the third show and like Falcon Winter Soldier where it was kind of underwhelming that the the discourse around Loki wasn't as high as it was for the other two shows, even though I I would say I would say like the finale was better than the other two shows. Yes. Um I still think WandaVision was the better show overall, but Loki is really, really good. And I thought the plotting and the writing was better, except for the third episode, which is fine, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, I like I liked it better than WandaVision. I also thought it just I like I just think he's so good. And I really think like he's like Tom Hiddleston is so he just has the like in the in the lead up to it they did a lot of press about how like he's like the keeper of Loki and I could not roll my eyes more at every story doing the same thing about how he's doing like Loki Loki (laughs) class and like all this stuff I would go to Loki school though where is the footage of Loki school I would go to I'm sure they'll release that sometime on Disney plus or whatever I was like they should have I don't think that they filmed it but that's what I feel like they should have done you should have filmed him teaching class about Loki like Better Call Saul all those things that they do or form any coming come on Man. Maybe they'll save. Maybe they're saving it for the Emmys. But I was like, I was just rolling my eyes because I was like, who? Ca- like honestly, who cares? But then I was like, you know what? He's got it. He's totally right. I was wrong. Uh, he totally gets the character. It's so he's so charming and like he has chemistry with literally everyone on the show, no matter who it is, no matter what scene he's in. Uh, just incredible work. And I would, I really, really uh, love him. And if drama is like, we assume drama will be a bigger, stronger category next year. But I'm like, if it's sort of not like. He could easily get in, I think. I just feel like he's like gonna eat. I, I think he could be like 
one of the top contenders next year, even if he's not going to win. I feel like he could be a he. He's got the potentially easiest ro- road uh, of the rest of the show. I, I, I mean, Owen Wilson. I think like supporting is always like a busy category. You're going to have like seven different succession guys in there, and like you know, Owen Wilson kind of disappeared too at the end of the show. So like, probably not. Um, they didn't uh, so, about the jet ski for him. So yeah, I guess that's in season two. I'm holding out for season two on the jet ski. I really thought that was coming. Uh, uh, Sophia DiMartino, right? She was, uh, she could maybe get, I thought she was quite good. I could see them making like a category fraud supporting case for her, but maybe not. I don't know. She is kind of the lead, but uh, yeah, I could see them all kind of getting in. And then the guest actor, Richard E. Grant, like you said, Jonathan Majors in, just look, let's do it. Lock them in. One, two, Richard E. Grant wins. Sure. I got it. I yeah. I, I sort of want them to like put Jonathan Majors in supporting just so like they can both win. <laughs> Cause I love Richard E. Grant and Jonathan Majors. Like, and he gave, he delivered like Jonathan Majors delivered the most riveting exposition I've ever heard in a Marvel project. Like he had, he talked for like 20 minutes in the finale, which I know a lot of people did not like, but I enjoyed it. I loved it. I was like, this is great. Why is, why is this so much better than the exposition at the beginning of the show? I yeah, just like, should have had to the scenery. It was so much fun. I'm like, I, I want more of this. Yeah, I totally agree. I thought it was great. It reminded me of devil's advocate. I, I, I think that like, if you've seen that movie with Al Pacino, he plays the devil. And at the end, there's literally like 20 minutes of him monologuing to Keanu Reeves about why he's the devil. It's great. And it's so charming and like hilarious. And Jonathan Majors just eating an apple and like being villainous and it's awesome. He was so good. Uh, so good. I almost wonder if he was good enough on this to help his current Emmy campaign for Lovecraft Country in a category that's not super strong. I don't know. Choice, um, what do you think? It, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like Josh O'Connor in drama actor is is not a, a rock solid lock like a Jillian Anderson or an Emma Corrin. Although I, I feel like now a lot of people are, are trying to like make a case for Elizabeth Moss and like MJ Rodriguez. But yeah, I lead actor. I feel like. I, I feel like the the number two everyone has right now is Billy Porter because because uh, he does get to do a lot in the final season of Pose. So, but yeah, like Lovecraft, you know, got like what eighteen nominations. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't. I I feel like Sterling, Reggae, and Matthew, my dear Matthew, Reese are probably out of it. So, it's it's probably between those three, I guess. But I don't know. Like, would you, would you predict him to win? <laughs> I'm not predicting it now, but I could be predicting it soon. I don't know. I just think that that category is wide. I'm not convinced that Josh O'Connor is like a strong front runner at all. Uh, I think he's good on the crown for sure. And he's like plays Charles like so well, but I think the character is so unlikable that people maybe are just going to be like, I don't want to vote for this guy. Right. Like it's just, he's such a, he's such a good villain. Um, and Billy Porter, I think has a legitimate shot, but I don't know. I could see Jonathan Majors just off the surprising nominations for Lovecraft Country because I think it overperformed based on like at least what I expected. Plus the idea that it's not really going to, where else is, maybe it'll win for Michael K. Williams, but like there's not a lot of places it's going to maybe win. And like, I don't know. And then the Loki performance, I'm like, I don't know, maybe he does win. He could, he could win at least. It's not like a long shot. I mean, it's truly a shame that Lumi Masaku did not get in for Lovecraft as well in supporting. Pretty weird too, because she was they one could of the both win for Loki. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
What else for Loki? Uh, anything else? Any other people you think could get nominated? Or what do you think, Caitlin? As, as our chief uh, Loki correspondent. <laughs> With See, I think what's weird about Loki is that like obviously everyone in it is really good but what I feel like stands out most to me is like the production design and the music and like that show just stands out completely not just from like the rest of the Marvel stuff but like television in general I can't remember the last time I was like oh yeah this is a really amazing score and it really sets the tone and so I feel like in addition to just like Tom I feel like Tom should get a nomination but being charming and whatever like that he's just Tom, I don't know. I feel like they were just like, how can we bring Tom Hiddleston back? And then they created the show. Well, as, as he confirmed yesterday on, on Tumblr, Tumblr. He will play this character forever. He's yeah, like, he was, he was asked if he would play it for the rest of his life. And he said, yes. Good. Please play it for the rest of your life, Tom Hiddleston. It is incredible. You are so good at Loki. I mean, uh, you, I agree like, the music he, uh, should win. <laughs> I love the score. Natalie Holt is this is the composer, yeah. I think, and they finally put it out on Spotify. At least the first three episodes, I, w- I was listening to it right before we were uh, doing this because I just love it so much. I'm not the I'm certainly maybe the millionth person to make this comparison. I guess the one it reminds me a little of. It's not as good, but it reminds me of Lost in the scoring of it and the production you design of it. It is. It does, and I think like the characterizations are also very Losty. And I don't know, that was a big nominee for its, you know, run. I could see Loki doing really well next year. That's it. I don't know. I just think, I just have a feeling that they'll be able to to keep up the momentum. But the music, I mean, never going to go against the god Nicholas Bertel for succession. But, you know, Loki's score. I mean, he good. lost to Ludwig last year for Mandalorian. So yeah. Mandalorian is good, too, though. They're all good. Mu- TV music is good. Uh, it's true. Hot take. Um any other Marvel stuff before we go? The future of the MCU. So next up is What If, which is animated. I mean, I'd imagine that could get in there next year as like an animated show nominee, sure. And maybe you get- pay attention to it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like most like the surface level Marvel people who are watching these shows probably have no interest in watching What If. So I don't That's know. That's true. But also it's a ripe opportunity to get a lot of famous people like a, a voice acting nomination. Yeah, That's true. So 100%. Including another posthumous Chadwick Boseman nomination possible for his- he plays Star Lord as uh, in, too in bad. Anthony Hopkins is nominated this year, or maybe he could be nominated again next year. So. He could be. Anthony Hopkins could, could be in What If though, because he's also part of the Marvel Cinematic it's Universe. True. It's true. So, I don't know. If, I don't. Even, I have no idea who's part of that voice cast at this point. They announced like forty people two years ago, and this one, I'm just like, I just know Chris Evans is not in it. Like, <laughs> Haley Atwell is. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Haley Atwell uh, is, and it's like Michael B. Jordan I, is, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah Chadwick. It's like Jeffrey most- Wright, I think, plays a big, like the. Oh, Sebastian Stan, and because yeah. he, he released his uh, behind the scenes recording <laughs> on his Instagram. Which was art. That is, uh, I wish people, more people should go watch that. Let's nominate that. <laughs> Why not? So that'll be first. And then I guess Hawkeye is this fall. They haven't announced anything yet, but like it seemingly is this fall. And that puts, like we said, like Haley Steinfeld, Jeremy Renner, uh, and Florence Pugh. Uh, in into the Emmy conversation, where if potentially Zach Braff wins an Emmy for directing Ted Lasso, then Florence Pugh could win a matching Emmy next year for her potential Hawkeye performance <laughs> to really stretch out this uh, connection. I guess. Sure. Yeah. You know the couple that get nominated together and wins together sticks together. It's true. The Emmys really they did. Yeah, they had. <laughs> well, I mean, Philip Seymour. Um, Phil, Felicity Huffman and uh, William H Macy are uh, husband and wife Emmy winners. They were they were touting at least uh, William H Macy. We made I made a grand return this year. Yeah, William H Macy. Shocking. And then, 
And then next year, I guess the show, I mean, there's still Marvel is going to be releasing TV shows seemingly mm-hmm. through forever. So it's like Moon Knight, I think, and She-Hulk are next. And they might actually come out before the Emmy deadline. Next now, year that'll be how that. Ethan Hawke gets his Emmy nomination. So there's an Ethan Hawke Emmy and Oscar Isaac potential Oscar Emmy. Isaac <laughs> he's also got Seen for a Marriage. So maybe he'll get that as a limited nominee next year. Uh, yeah, like everybody's in Marvel. Marvel. But I do know that's coming, I think, post-Hawkeye. They haven't announced any of the like actual premiere dates for. Well, there's no. there's also uh, armor like, armor wars with Don Cheadle, right? Don Cheadle. Whenever that comes out, I don't know. He's, he's, I hope he wins for that. <laughs> Another Don Cheadle, and maybe I mean, who knows if they change the rules or something? He could also be a nominee next year for Space Jam, uh, where he plays the <laughs> algorithm. So that's great for him. Uh, Joy, Joyce and Caitlin, I think we can wrap up. Anything else on Marvel before we do? I don't think so. Other than the fact that I do wish that they could have been nominated one division. I wish it could have been nominated for all of like the actual individual uh, main titles that they had. Obviously the main title was like the ending music and titles. The fake, the fake titles. <laughs> yeah. But like those fake titles, man, those were great. I wish we could have had some nominations for those, but you know, it's not they happen. should have appealed somehow. Should have just been all one division for the main title design. I'd be fine with that. Honestly, you're right. The main titles are great. Uh, Caitlin and Joyce, thank you so much for doing this. We'll talk to you. And we'll talk to you again soon, Caitlin, because this is too much fun. Uh, we'll find other Marvel stuff to talk about or whatever. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.